Good morning, good morning everybody. Welcome to sunny West London and also welcome to an internet connection. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday we were just cut off the whole of the uh, internet uh, supply to this area was cut off and I was merrily going on and we were off air and um, I think we managed to get it back after a little while and some of you <laughs> obeyed the, the signal on the screen saying hey we're coming back as soon as we can which we certainly intended to manage to get back just for a little bit well thank you thank you very much for that and by the way that will be edited so it'll be available on weekly catch-up just not all the bit that went down but the bit at the end because it was actually quite significant yes that last moment um, it's a word from the Lord, really. Yes, we, we came back. I was actually going through um, 1 Corinthians 12. I was about to come to that. And I thought at least I'd come back politely and we would apologize and then we would, we would pray, uh, say the grace and then have a song. But just when I sat down, uh, about 50 of you apparently were, were still watching, I really had a, a deep, deep sense of... Uh, the presence of the Lord, and that some God was just ready to say something. Um, so I listened very carefully and tried to share what I felt He was saying. And so we pick it up, uh, pick it up, uh, have a look at it as well, because I don't think I could just repeat it now, mm -hmm. you know, as as glibly um, or glibly repeat it now. But very much the impression that I had yesterday, and actually it started very early in the morning. Um, you <laughs> recall, she, <laughs> we, we have this thing because, you know, I'm up in the night and, and she's up in the night and we're praying. And, and <laughs> anyway, I, I got a, a quiet spot in, in the house and I uh, felt that God was saying to us in June, we were going to shift gear. Um, and that for all of us in general, it applies to different people in different ways. Um, but um, in general that the emphasis is shifting now from us dealing with things coming to us or at us from the outside. External things. Yeah, yeah external things. Mm. And um, that sometimes we pay too much attention to what we can't control. In other words, what, what's happening to us all the time. This is happening to us. This is coming from outside. We have coronavirus. We have unemployment. We have uh, lockdown. We have... Uh, live streaming and uh, and we have all these things coming and so you're trying to deal with this but actually uh, the shift, shift now is that God is saying I, I want you to focus your attention of course deal with the things as they come but focus your attention more on the internal um, and in a sense we've been doing that all along but uh, I know we've been doing that all along we've been looking into our hearts and not being morbidly introspective but asking God to work and do something new and fresh. And I, I, I believe that God is going to give us some very clear, specific internal instructions. Instructions to you in your life, for you, uh, for me, for Amanda, for us, for, for you, for your family. Uh, and then also God wants to speak to the house. God wants to speak to us as, as a church, as a church community. Um, and the instructions he gives to us will be a little different from what is coming elsewhere. There's always something, some common thread. I don't know if you recall the book of Revelation where 
John is writing down messages that's going to go to the seven churches of Asia Minor. And the recurring theme is here what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Um, not the church, but the churches. And there was a specific message for each church community. But those communities were not in isolation because they were to hear what the Spirit was saying to the churches. So the Lord who stood in the midst of the, of the candlesticks, the lampstand, which signifies his presence. The candlesticks, the lampstand, are the seven churches of Asia Minor. And uh, he stands in the midst. He's the unifying presence in all, all the churches. But each little candlestick has a light, a light and a lamp and a light, a specific light, a specific witness to shine. And we all shine together to make one big light. But God has given to us a particular light where we'll be placed in a particular way with a particular witness. That's why you need to be absolutely sorted out as to where you belong spiritually. Now, in some senses, it is your choice because we all have a choice. None of us has to do anything, really, when it comes down to it. Virtually everything in life's a choice. So where you choose to worship is a little bit different from where God connects you. Uh, I choose to worship, as a lot of people say, which is your church. I, I choose to worship here. I go here. I go there. That kind of language is not uh, uh, biblical language. It's not New Testament language. It's sub-New Testament. So what God is saying is that he is attaching us and putting us together in a new and fresh way. There will be people who will be removed for various reasons. People go on and move on and God moves them on and that's good. That's how it should be. But, but there are also people who will be joining us. But there are a lot of people that are waiting in the sidelines to join us who don't yet know Jesus. And so the Holy Spirit is calling us to give attention to the affairs of the house, to the internal affairs, to give our focus to the unity of the church, but also to listen to what God is saying to us as a church. And the idea that we come and go as we please, the idea that we choose like we choose to shop. And let's name some and let's not be sued for naming uh, various uh, uh, supermarkets above others. So help me. Some say I shop to shopping. I choose to shop in Little. I choose to shop in Morrison's. I choose to shop in Tesco. Choose to shop in Sainsbury's. Choose to shop in Marks and Spencer's. Waitrose's. We got them all right. And other shopping centers are available. Uh, supermarkets. <laughs> markets are available right so it's not like I choose this I choose that choice comes into it but our choice must be lined up to what the spirit is doing it is God who takes us and makes us members of his body the body of Christ as he chooses he has assigned the members of the body of Christ according to his will and purpose and it's a very serious thing I think it is uh, one of the three greatest decisions you can make in your life the first decision is to give your life to Christ. The second decision is to live as a disciple of Jesus Christ. And the third greatest decision is to respond to the Spirit, where the Spirit places you in integrated, connected, living church fellowship as a community. It's not consumerism. It's not uh, individualism. So all of that is very passionately stirring up in my heart. And I believe that these are some of the things that God will give us give you, lead you to give attention to. But as well as that, the, the setting our house in order. You're the house of your heart, the house of your household, your family, and the household of the body of Christ. Setting our house in order. Let God 
help us and guide us. So let's pray for that. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the word, your word to our hearts. And we pray that you would stir this up and this will become a living word and that you will grant us, as you always do, alongside an, in, an instruction, a directive, uh, a, a, a thrust from the Holy Spirit, a directional word from the Spirit, that you give us the power and the wisdom and the energy and the know-how to fulfill it. So we pray that, Father, give us your grace. I pray for your grace in every one of our hearts individually, that we be enabled by the Holy Spirit to put our personal house in order, our family household in order, and also to contribute to the well-being of the body of Christ, not just globally and generally, we bless God for that, but locally and particularly where you have placed us to flourish in Jesus' name. So I pray, Father, that this would be a season in which people very robustly express their confidence in the church of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. and amen. amen. Okay, uh, we have a few things to, to pray about. Do you are you ready to share some of the things to, that, that we need to pray about this morning? Thank you. And by the way, that number of the mobile that Manda's holding is 0207, 0207908. I beg your pardon, it is not. It is 07570261697. 07570261697. And texts and WhatsApp messages come directly to that. Thank you. Yes, this is a, a request that came in yesterday just as we were disrupted on air. Um, it's, a very, it's a very sad situation. It's a prayer request for Egypt. And um, it looks like a young mother of three children has been kidnapped by Islamists by the Islamics and uh, she refused to renounce her faith and as a result of that she's presumed dead although her body has not been recovered so uh, we want to pray specifically for this okay. family and for these children wow so uh, we're asked to pray for Egypt and there's a Christian mother of three children, children. yes yeah, three young children it says and she refused to renounce her faith her so this, is, uh, well, I, let, let's, oh, not, let's okay. not put her name forward, but this is extraordinary. You know, we're, we're on our minds very much to pray for the United States of America. R.T. Kendall said that what is happening in America has the potential to be more devastating than coronavirus. And he sent us a message saying that. It's also in our country as well. We're talking about violence, rioting, lawlessness. We're also talking about hurt and pain of racial, not ra just racial tension, but the racism. Injustice. And injustice. And there's so many big things. And yet, here we have, here we have an injustice that people are not rioting about. There's an injustice that people are not speaking up about. An injustice in different parts of the world that is uh, religious persecution. Racism. And religious persecutions are all very, very similar. And we're all in the same boat. We do not separate ourselves and to say, well, I'm of this color, I'm of that color, therefore we are on different sides. We are all one in Christ Jesus. And, and also when one member of the body suffers, the whole body suffers with it. So I, I want us to be a people that go higher above 
social divisions and racial divisions and, and political divides and, and, and all kinds of protests and riots. I, I have great sympathy for protesters. Let us protest in peace and let us not just protest, but let us work with all the democratic means at our disposal to ensure that racism is, is, is stamped out. Although racism is an attitude that can only come by prayer and a change of heart, but that the provisions are there for justice in our societies. And here's another situation of inequality that is, that is screaming for justice. Here we have uh, suspicion that a woman who was kidnapped uh, would refuse to renounce her faith, faith and she's lost and they don't know where she is. And, and we can tell story after story after story after story of that. People of God, what do we do? What do we do? Are we, we going to take to the streets right now and say, uh, and to protest this injustice? I wish we could. But you know what? We have a... Uh, have an even greater opportunity. We, we, we go to the highest court. We go to the highest judge. We go to God, our Heavenly Father, and we join together in His presence and we cry out to Him. So let us spend some strong time, time praying. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure there are individual prayer requests coming in. and We will not neglect them. If we don't get to everything today, it's going to be prayed for in the, in, throughout the day as this, these messages are passed on mm -hmm. to our prayer teams and to our pastoral staff and to others. But right now, it's very strong upon me that we might cry out to God for justice. Heavenly Father, we come before you today and we remember the story that Jesus told of a widow who went to a judge, an unjust judge, to get justice. And she persisted and eventually got justice, not because the judge was righteous, but because she was persistent. And he said, give her what she wants because she's going to keep on bothering me. Now we come before you, Heavenly Father, not as an unjust or unrighteous judge. We come to you as the judge of all the earth and the judge of all the earth will do right. And we cry out to you, Father, for justice. First of all, we cry out to you, Father, for justice in terms of racial inequality and with the, we're nothing sh short of of violence, institutional racism uh, in so many different forms. And we're not just pointing the finger at the United States of America. We are, we are looking at our own nations as well. And we say, Father, will you work to bring about a, a change in heart and in attitude, a change in civic society, a change in the structures of society, a change uh, in different institutions, whether they are the p political institutions, social institutions, economic institutions, judicial institutions, and police uh, structures. In policing, Father, we pray that institutional racism will be expunged as by from a move of your Holy yes, Spirit. Lord. We cannot change people's minds and attitudes uh, as such. We can persuade, but it needs a change of heart, uh, not just legislation. So, Father, we pray in Jesus' name for justice for people of color uh, and, and my racial minorities and indeed religious minorities of whatever 
religious persuasion. Father, we, we believe that you created us equal, you created us in your image, and, and you've given us equal dignity as men or as women, whatever our sexual orientation, whatever our race or our color or our social background or our social standard, you created us equal. And therefore, you want us to have an equal opportunity to call upon your name to be saved. And without having the name of Jesus proclaimed, that, that equality, that, that opportunity is not equal. Therefore, we pray, Father, for the opportunity of the gospel to be preached and proclaimed with freedom, without let or hindrance, and, and for that word to shine forth from our pulpits, our churches, our streets, our corner cafes, our, uh, our homes, and our foyers, every, every place in the land. And we ask, Father, for the United States of America right now that you will pour out a spirit of peace, a spirit of reconciliation, a spirit of calm, and that the extremists who are rioting and causing violence and burning churches and looting, all that which is not justified behavior, even on the basis of what has happened. We pray that you would quell these things, Father, and it would not be necessary for troops or armies or police forces to do that. We lift up to you all the forces of law and order, even in this country, those who are having to put themselves at risk and, it, and, and, and to break the principles of social distancing in order, uh, and it may be exposing themselves to the coronavirus in order to keep peace in our streets. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, as we stand against the demonic spirit of violence that seeks to take over people's legitimate complaints and grievances. And Father, we pray now for the nation of Egypt. We pray for this woman. We do not know where she is, and we do not know. We know the, about her children. But we pray, Father, that this situation will be brought to light, and there would be equal, equal uh, response, in not in terms of violence, but in terms of shock and horror, and saying we will not put up with this, to see our brothers and sisters persecuted in so-called na nations where, where, where so-called freedom exists, where constitutional freedom exists. Father, we pray against the persecution of believers. We pray against the persecution of people on the basis of color or minority, on religion, or even of uh, 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 persecution on the basis of sexual orientation. Father, in all of these things, these are biased, prejudicial attitudes and judgmental attitudes which have nothing to do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we ask, Father, for the spirit of the gospel to come, the spirit of God, the spirit of reconciliation, the spirit of inclusion, the spirit of love, the spirit of blessing. And Father, we pray for your grace to come into this situation and all these situations of inequality and justice. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. and amen. amen. God bless you. Do have a look at some more, Amanda, see if uh, coming through. In the meantime, let me tell you about our daily Bible readings. And um, today is June the 2nd. My, 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 doesn't time fly? It certainly seems like yesterday. It was June the 1st. Well, here we go. 2 Samuel 2, Ezekiel 11, Psalm 50, 1 Corinthians 13. 2 Samuel 2, Ezekiel 11, Psalm 50, 1 Corinthians 13. So those are the daily Bible readings. You'll find them in Revival Times. May Revival Times is up, uh, June is up shortly, but 
in May revival times, you'll find the Bible readings also of June. And we'll take you through these just to keep you up to date so that you can read throughout uh, every day for your, for your daily Bible reading. Yes. Yes, we've got two prayer requests. Uh, Elizabeth asks us to pray for her father who has a crushed knee and he's had surgery. So she's asking us to pray for uh, total recovery for him. And also Gladys, one of our senior citizens, um, very active though. Uh, we prayed for her. We've been praying for her off and on for about five weeks. She had an accident five weeks ago where she fell. And um, she was back in hospital yesterday as a result of dizziness and nausea and generally unwell. They took her back for investigations. But she gives praise to God that the cause of her symptoms are post-traumatic, really, as a result of her fall. But we pray, we will pray for those as well. Okay. Father, we thank you for Gladys and we thank you, Father God, that um, the tests which they have done have revealed nothing new, Lord God. And Father, we pray now that this post-traumatic uh, fall that she's had, that these symptoms of nausea and of giddiness, dizziness, Father, we pray that this will cease in Jesus' name and we pray, Father God, for a touch from your hand upon Gladys at this time, that she would fully, fully recover in Jesus' name. And likewise, Father God, we pray for Elizabeth's dad. We pray that this op would be successful, Father God, and that he would make a speedy recovery, Lord God, and be released home soon to recover and recuperate at home away from the hospital, so that he will get back to full health and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. and amen. Uh, now, let's turn to 1 Corinthians 12, and uh, I will <clears throat> touch on one thing briefly. Um, we're in, actually in chapter 13 today, which is this wonderful passage on love, and I'm not going to let that go. Uh, maybe not today. We'll be able to come back to it. But I want us also to finish uh, this morning praying for a particular um, emphasis that is the emphasis of Kensington Temple London City Church. It's mainly the cell groups. But let me just read um, a few verses. 1 Corinthians 12. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of service, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Now, uh, I was excited to uh, go to the scripture yesterday, just, just when the internet failed, um, because Sunday was Pentecost Sunday. Yes. Now, I know what it's like. Today's Tuesday, Sunday is way out of the mind. And if you missed anything on Sunday, go to KTTV Catch Up. There you'll see in our TV on demand, our video on demand, you'll have a catch up for, for the week. Now, 
Pentecost Sunday, tremendous opportunity to focus on the Holy Spirit again in a universal way, as uh, in most places in the world we we celebrate uh, Whit Sunday, Pentecost Sunday on the same day. Of course, there's a difference between Eastern Church and Western Church, but never mind about that. So I was excited to carry on with the theme of Pentecost. Now, uh, this morning I just read those first few verses to get to this point. The gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations of the Spirit, and those are words of instruction that the Apostle Paul was giving. But he says this, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone for the benefit of the other. So let me give you the exact words in the New English, uh, the My Bible ESV version. For to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To each of us is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Now that presupposes something, friends. I want to tell you straight away that this verse you'd be hard pushed for us to put it into practice in the standard traditional church setting. Yeah, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's hard. Because in the traditional church setting, you have one or two people at the front, everybody else sitting, listening, and we, of course, we all participate when we're the building together, we'll pray out loud together, we might re recite the Lord's Prayer together, we'll sing together, and there is corporate participation. And in our corporate participating, we are blessing one another. But there's something more to this. You see, this teaching is given in the context of a church understood as the body of Christ. In other words, the corporate body, the community, the body, just uh, Paul uses the physical body, a human body as an analogy. One body, many members. And so we exist in the body of Christ with a function where we perform, even the finger, my index finger, has a function uh, and, and it benefits the whole body because with this I can point, with this I can think <laughs> uh, or scratch my head. Uh, and, and every single part of your body has a function. Now then, how can we uh, encourage the functioning of the body if all we ever do is meet together in big, in big meetings? Now you say, well, we're not doing that anymore. No, we're not doing it anymore. And we're doing it uh, through the, the, these kind of Zoom meetings and, and, in, and in our live streaming on Sundays. But the emphasis especially during this lockdown. One of the things I think the Holy Spirit is wanting to drive home to us during this lockdown, and I have a sneaky suspicion that the Holy Spirit doesn't want us out of lockdown too quickly. That's just my opinion. You can say I'm wrong, but that's just my opinion, that the Holy Spirit wants us to learn this lesson. You are the body of Christ, which means you have a part to play. And how do you do that if all you connect to is just a few friends who are Christians and then church services at the weekend. No, we have an answer to that. We have structured our church according to the pattern of small groups, which we call cells, uh, just as there are cells in the body. The body is made up of human cells. And you may not be heavily into biology to that extent, but it's a fascinating to study because the life 
uh, of the uh, DNA is the basic building block, block of life, but that is held in each cell. The cells there are the little, little organisms of life that give life to the whole body. Now, so we want our cell groups to flourish and to be fully alive, giving life to the whole body. And so this is how we're going to pray. And I'm going to persist in praying in this way. The cell groups have to rise more than ever before to a place of prominence, to an understanding that the life of Christ is, 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 exists within them and they are carrying the body at this particular time. Yes, we join together in these mornings and Sunday by Sunday and Wednesday evenings. Yes, but the real life uh, and activity of the church is being carried out by the cells. And so this church, KTLCC, has to revisit God's purpose for the cell vision and participate in that. And during this lockdown, grow the church, see the church grow spiritually, dynamically, numerically, and even in our influence. This is what lockdown is all about. We have very few other ways of expressing ourselves. We're doing it in every way we can, but the cell groups must rise up. I'm going to minister this message again and again till we see ourselves rise up. I and mean, they are rising up. They're doing a fantastic job, but there is more. And so we're going to pray as we finish this morning. And some of these things that we're praying about, you can pick up and carry on praying throughout the day or wherever you hear this. Some of you are picking this up as catch up. We put it on. Uh, the Facebook version of this goes straight up um, online afterwards so people can watch this uh, even after we have recorded it. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for the body of Christ. We thank you, Father, that you give the manifestation of the Spirit to everyone for the common good, for the upbuilding of the body. The gifts that we have and the manifestations that we have are not for us. They are for other members of the body of Christ. And beyond that, they are for the lost, who have, who have need, who yet have to hear the, this message. And so, Father, we pray that you will stir up our cell leaders, stir up our cell members, let the cell leaders multiply in our training program to raising up leaders in the 2020s, that this program will flourish and people will take it seriously. They will not let this opportunity go by, this lockdown opportunity to examine our hearts and to recalibrate our lives and to set our house in order. So, Father, in Jesus' name, yes, do God. what only you yes. can do. Stir up the cell leaders yes, and multiply the cell leaders, name. multiply the cells so that they will know what it is to build up the body of Christ and accept responsibility. And so, Father, we pray for every member to yes, be connected Lord. in the cell uh, ministry so that not just as a program, not just as an activity, not just as an emphasis, but as a reality, carrying the life of the body of Christ right down to the smallest of small groups. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen, amen. and amen. 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 amen.